today's daf is daf chafav, and in yesterday's uh, shir, we looked at the Mishnah metalflin ner chadash of aloyashchan. Rabbi Shimon says kol ha neirot metalflin chutz min ha ner hadaluk b'shabbos. So let's have a look at the Gemara now. That's what we said. So metalflin ner chadash of aloyashchan. So it sounded like initially when you could, you can metalflin ner chadash a new lamp because it's not maus, but once it's used, it is maus and it's muchmat machmat sorry mukta machmat mius. Um, in other words, because it's disgusting that it's considered muktza, someone doesn't want to deal with it on Shabbos, and therefore it's muktza. Okay, so the Gemara says, Heitiv Rav Chia Bar Ada. Ba'taninan, kofin salitnei fruchim she'alo v'yardu. Now, here we have to appreciate, Rav Chaim left out a little bit more here. He says, um, here, let me just get it for a second. He says, V'tanya Allah, it says in the Brayta, Asu l'tal tal mishum shu efrochim. And it's it's asur to metaltel because you put aside for the Ephrochim to jump up, to climb up on uh, up and off it. However, Amai Hared the Enohu, and this seems to relate to what we were discussing yesterday within Shita Rabbi Shimon, if you recall. That we said Rabbi Shimon who doesn't hold by Mukta. Why? Because Rabbi Yochanan explains, says, anything that's fit for purpose, like a salakli, it's not Mukta doesn't apply. Now, just recalling yesterday, we did see exceptions with the Rebbe Shimon, either if it was if you were Doche Biyadayim, you completely rejected it, that was one maybe understanding, or other understanding it says maybe differentiates between food and Kalim. In any event, this is a Kli, and why is it that uh, it's Mukta? So Amri, no, forget that, that's the Rebbe Yehudahi. There are actually three shots we're about to see regarding Mukta. And when you see Rebbe Yehuda, he says it's effectively Maus, and it's Mukta Machmat Mius, like we've seen in our Mishnah, we'll see in a moment. Jatani, here's an hour brighter. Um, by the way, the, the point is, is because the chickens are jumping up and down and climbing over it, that makes it disgusting, and therefore someone will want to use it. Okay, that's important to understand, as you'll see in a moment. So what are the three opinions regarding Muksa? First one, the Shittab Rimeir says, Kol haneirot metatlin chutz min haner shehidliku, not shadalak, but hidliku v'shabas diva rebi meir. So the first point is, he holds, similar like we said yesterday, that it's what's called muqmat, that when it's lit, firstly, it's called muqmatza machmat isur. Mean? This meaning, since you cannot take out any of the oil while it's alight, because the isur of kivui, therefore the whole thing is, uh, it, it's, it's mukta, you're not allowed to use it, you're not allowed to touch it, and therefore even, now what's different to yesterday, even once it extinguishes, it would still be mukta. Okay, so, and that's the first point. So Rebbeir is the most machmir. Now Rebbe Yudah says, wait a second, ner chadash is muta latatlo. The yashan is actually asur latatlo. So what's the difference between ner chadash and ner yashan, which is the, the, the tanakame in our Mishnah, once again, as we've explained before, when it's brand new, hasn't been used before, it's not ma'us. It's, it's not disgusting. You wouldn't, you'd be happy to use it for other things. But once it's already been used, it comes mi'us. And that's the opinion of Rebbe, um, Rebbe Yehuda, that he doesn't hold by necessarily mukta machmat isu, but he holds by mukta machmat mi'us. Okay? And therefore, that, by the coughing, as I said to you, when you, the issue with the sal that you place in front of the Ephrochim to climb up and down into the chicken coop and the like, it becomes ma'us, that's why it's mukta, and that's why it's shittat Rebbe Yehuda. Okay? Rebbe Shumon's the third opinion, who generally does not hold by mukta, says, kol anur metatlin chutz menemar hadalak b'shabbat. And that's what Rebbe Shimon says, you're not allowed to, sorry, you're allowed to move any candle you like, except for one that is alike, because it's, again, mukta machmat isur, but only at the time, if you like. However, kava, once it's extinguished, he doesn't hold by the laws of mukta, and you'll be able to move it about. Okay, those are the three shittat, Rebbe Meir, Rebbe Yehuda, and Rebbe Shimon. Fine. Let's now continue. Rabbi Yirmiya, sorry, Rabbi Yirmiya of Rabbi Bater, Treum B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan, 
they try to understand what's the shita of Rebbe Meir. Why does Rebbe Meir, again, he holds, why, how do we understand what's behind the svar of Rebbe Meir? You'll see in a moment. Is it What's the difference? Because that's probably what um, I can, most, most people might explain it, but then I'll explain to Rabbi Chaim, who explains it very differently. The Korban Eida says, Even if you haven't lit with it, since it's for a particular Isur, that makes it Muktzah, even if it hasn't been used. However, according uh, then, is the other way of understanding it, meaning that's been used. And since it's been used on Shabbat, therefore it is afilo achar shakava could be asur. So that's the two different things. It has to specifically be used versus, or if it's just a klisha malachto leisur, if you want to call it that. Those are two ways of understanding Rebbe Meir. Um, that's where the Korban Eder explains it. And that, I think, might fit with the, the Pashat language miyuchad or yechad. However, Reb Chaim doesn't explain it that way. And a little bit important, because as we continue the sugya, it's, uh, that's, it makes, makes sense the way Reb Chaim explains it all. As you'll see, I'll just get his language. He says, um, he says, the hard shamina and the Rebbe Meir, the svirale, the ner shedikul bo, afilu kava asulatatlo. We know Rebbe Meir says, even once this candle, this lamp has been used, even once it's English, it's muksa. Upligin amachokiris, i afilu haya miyuchad lisha'a. So miyuchad doesn't mean it's a klisha malachtolisur, but miyuchad is actually even lighter than, much lighter than that. Meaning, I'm, I wanted to use it temporarily for this purpose. So the difference between miyuchad and shiyched is the zman, the shiur, if you like. So miyuchad, according to Rabbi Rav Chaim, is it's l'sha'a li'isu nami. In other words, therefore, so nami asu isu. Therefore, if, despite the fact that you use it temporarily only for isur, once isur is removed, it's still asur. Or dafkor, or only im yichtu l'kule shabta, or she'omed l'kach. The yichad. It's not like, again, Korban he explains it differently, is either I've set aside completely for all of Shabbos, or Shomed Lakach, or it's like Klisha Malach or if you want to call it that. So it's important, I don't want to confuse you now, but according to Reb Chaim, it's very important to understand it this way, because it's interesting, I had a discussion with um, Reb Chaim's son, actually, that when you see him explaining differently like everybody else, Sometimes it takes a few, uh, a duff or two or something, or later on to explain, to understand why he explains it differently. And you'll see that his explanation makes it easy to understand the rest of the Gemara this way. But anyway, um, so again, to make it clear, there are two different shitot. One is miyuchad isur, Another one's yachdol isur. So miyuchad isur is even temporarily assigned a contract time. And yachdol isur is more like all of Shabbos or like, that's a mirkdol isur. Okay, that's the two ways of explaining what's the reason why the mayor says nat Okay, but importantly, what you see by both of these is being used, right? But anyway, and we don't know who says what. In other words, between the Rebbe Yirmi and Rebbe Rabba, why, like, who says yachto or miyuchad? So me madam that said Rebbe Yirmi asha'ala hen levena. When Rebbe Yirmi was connected to a different debate, when he says ah that levena is. Isn't it like miyuchad isur? Isn't like, and he uses the language here of miyuchad isur. Who have you duk amar? If you see clearly, it's Rabbi Yirmiya that says it's a lashon of miyuchad isur. So now we can identify the different shitot. Mad amar miyuchad. Someone says miyuchad that if it, even if it's temporarily there, it makes a muksa even if it's like the isur is removed. Kol sheken kavachomer if it was there for all of it was a, a, a place there for all of Shabbos. 
And however, Manda the Chitta that says, Remir says, only after the has been removed, is it can still ask or still Muktzar. That's only if you did it for all of Shabbos, but maybe if it was temporarily Hamiyuchad, if it was only temporary, then not. Okay, let's continue. Now we try and bring proofs to each of the Shittot. So, Matnita Pligi Almanda Amar Tolhamiyuchad. So, we've got firstly a, a, a Mishnah that seems to be Cholek on the Shittah that says if it was even temporarily so, as we'll see. Um, Lisa was also the Taninan Taman is else that's a Muchni. Now, a Muchni is like a wheel, and there's when you learn Mesach the Kalim, this is a Mishnah Mesach the Kalim, and the discussion exactly what this wheel is is it at the bottom, or is it the, uh, it could be like a pulley system at the top. There's the Mafasha Mishnah sort of discussing exactly what this Muchni is. However, the question is, is it part of the Kli or not? It's like connected to a big chest of some sort, this Muchni. Now, so the Mishnah also in the also Muchni in the Mishnah is no. This is Mr. Kalim. Somebody made no. Somebody made a muchni in the base of Migdash for the water. The cure, cure. Yes, um, that was a gagal. That was um, benkatin, benkatin. Yes, correct. Um, that was for the cure in the base of Migdash. That wouldn't possible enough that it would load it down into the the stream that went under the base of Migdash. Okay, but there's discussion. Is it a pulley like that? Mishnah is below, but I'm not. That's not really relevant for now because the, what is relevant is we'll see in a moment. So muchni shalab is manchi nishmetet at the time where it's removable. This wheel. Then enochibula, it's considered independently. It's not considered part of this, part of the majorly this chest, if you want to call it that. And therefore, they're two separate kalim. So the laws of tumantare, if one becomes tamed, the other one doesn't really become tamed. Because something it's a chibur considered like one piece. If tumantare is one, the whole thing becomes tamed. So it's not a chibur if it's detachable. Also, the enochidetima. Why is this important? There's a kliets. As long as it is, if it's sufficiently large. And so it's such that it's not, because there's a Gzereshav, the Torah connects, not a Gzereshav, Hekesh, I should say, between Kli Etz and Kli Sak, the, the Chazal understand <clears throat> that any Kli Etz that's not Metatel Malevarakam, that's too big to be transported with full and empty, is not susceptible to Tumum. And the dimensions is like Arben Seah, I think it is, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Arben Seah. Now, the way you measure that according to Beit Hillel is not the contents inside it, but its entire volume, including the walls as well. So the point is, do we include this muchni as part of the midah to measure whether this kli is, uh, is, is baba midah, as this expression is? So the first point is, if it's detachable, then it can't be included. It's not considered part of the kli, like as we were saying. So we're still taking, well, these are all the ramifications if this the wheel is detachable. Similarly, Now, what's interesting, once it's sufficiently large, it can be defined as a in its own right. And Reb Chaim, what he explains is, it doesn't mean if it's inside an Ola Met, because if it's inside actually a house, there's a Met and this thing inside it, then it wouldn't matzil anything. But rather, uh, um, the Korbanator said it might actually matzil if it's a Midpatil, but put that aside for the moment. Um, but rather, we're talking about, for example, in it was Shemichnes, I'll bring the middle of Reb Chaim, we matzil when it We take this whole this uh, chest with this muchni into a better parrot. Because a ohel zaruk, even if it's moving, it has a din of ohel, and it can matzil. For example, the tumors below, you've got ohel in between, and something above it, it can matzil. It can protect it from the tumor from going through and make the person tummy. So I'll just give you more background. I might be going a bit too fast here. Tumat met, you don't have to come into contact with it to come tummy. You just have to be over the airspace of it. Okay, You have to mahil a lot. But if there's an ohel separating between you and the met, then you're, then you're fine, or a kli in the met. So what we're saying is, this chest with the mukhni, if it's going in this oil I met, and if you like, 
what happened is, is the muhni is there. And so it's jutting out somewhat. And there's a clea that's extending over the top of this whole chest. Then, um, and effectively what's happening is this, the question is, is this, and this muhni is separating, if you like, between the matter below it and the clea above it. If this muhni is considered part of the clea, it also acts as part of oil and can protect it. If, however, it is detachable, like the mission is saying, it's enil matzelet, it wouldn't act as a barrier and any clear bubble would become tummy. Okay, that's, uh, that, that's, that, that's what I mean, enil matzelet or matzelet or lament. And similarly, v'ein gorino tab v'shabad v'zman sh'esh patoch ha'maot. And if there are money inside this muhni, inside this wheel, then if it's detachable, then you can't drag it along on Shabbos because this wheel becomes what's called a basisla dabarasur. However, if it's fixed to the whole major clea, then since the coins aren't in the major clea, the ikara clea, it doesn't make the whole thing about basisla dabarasur. It's just in, stuck in the wheel of it. Okay? So again, these are all the ramifications that we've said if it's attachable. And if it is, um, the in, in, and if it is mamash fixed, then obviously everything's different. It'd be nemderetema, it can act as a mafsik, and you'll be able to move it along. Yeah, on Shabbos, even if it had um, the coins inside it. The Tani Allah, this is important. Hayu Allah ma'ot, the naflu, if there were coins on it and they fell off, we say migreret, then it can be dragged along. Okay, so you see here that even though it was on there temporarily, once it fell off, then you can move it. So that's a kasha on the shita that says that if it was on there temporarily, then it uh, ruins the pole of Shabbos. Okay? Makes a muksa all the Shabbos. That's how this is a kasha. After we've done a little uh, detour into laws of, uh, in, in, in the Septuagint, but that's, that's the crux of what we're saying. So, Amar Rav Shesha, no, you can simply say it's the Rabbi Shimoni. This is Shita Rabbi, that Mishnah goes according to Rabbi Shimon that doesn't hold by laws of muksa, and it's not a kasha on our understanding of Rabbi Meir, because this isn't Shita Rabbi Meir. The Rabbi Shimon, Amar Kava, Mutal Lutaltalo, because Rabbi Meir says once it, the candle's extinguished, there's no Isra at the time, it's not burning, then you'll be able to move it. So, Gemara asks, one second, I understand. Lama late anan patrin. Why couldn't you've solved it? Because it's always better to say a mission is like lakule alma rather than like a say one shita. So why don't you say that maybe that mission was divreakol and it was bishocheach? Not that you placed it on them temporarily, but the coins were forgotten there. And if it's forgotten there, it's completely different. I'll read you Rochaim. He says kikshu bnei yeshiva. Lama lo kimna laki divreakol bishocheach shamaot. In such a man, then it's not even designated to serve this Isur at all. In that situation, everyone, people would agree, even Rebbe Meir would agree that when the coins fell off, it would be fine. It's only it's only if you put it there deliberately, they'll be there for Shabbos, and according to one of the Shira, even temporarily, that's when it presents a problem. So I got an easier way of getting out of the problem, rather than saying this Shira Rebbe Shimon, I can say it was Bashulchach. So it says, no, that doesn't work. Why? Because that Mishnah, that Mishnah can't be talking about Shokheach, as you see from the rest of it. It says, late yachol because it says there, im eno This is a flip side that we were discussing. If the wheel is fixed in, chibur lat considered attached to it, it's considered one kli for the laws of Tumah. So if the Tumah touches either the kli or the wheel, the whole thing comes to it. it can be considered in the calculations to see if you think this is a kli is Bamamida, if it's Arbim Seah. Umatzeletima can also act along with the kli itself in order for, to, to act as an Ohel Bolamet. Vugurino Tabas Shabbos, you'll be able to drag it along on Shabbos, Afal Pishi Yeshbatochamaut, even if there are coins inside it. Now that point is irrespective if you forgot it inside or you put it in there deliberately. 
Because again, that wheel is only really a minor part of the kli, and it doesn't make the whole kli considered a basis. As it says, And therefore you can't say a mission is talking about only shocheach, because that din is much broader than shocheach, and therefore that's why the Gemara says, oh, that mission must be shita ribi shimon that doesn't hold by the laws of Moksa. Okay, let's not forget what we're up to. We're trying to understand shita ribi meir. The way ribi meir says when the, when the, if the isu is removed, what, and it's still Mukta, what was the case? Is it if it's only was designated there temporarily, that's if Mahmir, or only if it was me- meant to be designated to, be, to serve it for the all of Shabbos? So here we see another shit, another cash on the shit that the set was only temporary. If there's a stone on top of a chavit, mata al you can simply tip the chavit on its side and it can fall off. So you can see here there's no problem in moving it. Okay, moving the clear itself, it doesn't become a sisla varsur. So in this situation, we can apply the dechia. In other words, Rabban Bashem Rabchia says, Barashi says, no, it's also because it was placed there temporarily. Patar la Rab, Rab explained that case is b'shochayach. It was simply forgotten there. That's why the the chavit underneath it doesn't become a basisla varsur. Okay, and some people bring the kasha from the safer of it. Mean the batra tabe chaviot. If it was if this barrel was amongst chaviot, you couldn't tip it. You rely even pick it up and tilt it on its side to, to make sure the stone falls off it. And again, you might think, oh, shouldn't it become a devasis devarasur? And that's a, once again, the rejection of that to being a kash on, on that understanding of Rabbi Meir is oru patala rav v'shocheach. It's, it's discussing what was forgotten there. And if it's just simply, the stone was simply forgotten on the barrel, it doesn't make it a, it doesn't make it a basis devarasur. Okay, now. Manida pligi al manda amar kol. Now here the Rukhaim changes it. Shiyachto isu. Now here this Mishra seems to call on the Shita that says it's only if Reb Meir holds it's only Mukta, even if the Isra falls off it, if it was designated to be there for all of Shabbos. Okay. Why? Shiyachtu Lisur is also why Tatina and the Kofin Salifne What I can do is I can place a basket in front of the Efrochim, in front of the chickens, in order to let them as act as a step for them to get in the chicken coop, like we said. Shalubiardu. The Tani Allah, Alumalayhem, if they went on it on their own, it's Asulatalam. So here, meaning even though you didn't designate it for that purpose, for all of Shabbos, the sal, meaning it's not, it's not the, uh, the chicken step, it's just the basket. You didn't put it there for the whole Shabbos, even it was only temporarily. It's nonetheless, it's still here, it means even if you designate it at all, it would not be asu. Okay, so you see, this is a kasha that it's still mukta, even if it wasn't designated for all of Shabbos. In other words, once the chickens come and jump off it. Okay, now what's interesting here, I'll read uh, just, uh, we're making good time, so I'll just uh, read the extra note of Chaim. Even if the shit said it even temporarily, who says it's nicha? How is this any different to shocheach? Because shocheach, if it was just forgotten on there, we say it's not a problem. So here, Olu Malayim, the chickens went on and on their own. It should also be, shouldn't be a problem. Sharina, Vyesh Lomari says, the spirit to Olu Malayim, the nichalei havakim yochad. So the difference is, if it went on it, it's and you're happy with the chickens going up and down it, it's like you're designating it temporarily, and it's much worse than if it was shocheach. Okay, that's why Rechaim explains that. <laughs> So once again, how does the Shita say of Koshiachto? It says, Amra Bum Barakia, Kmir of Zira, that is Tiftar Bemaus, that that mission must be Shita. Rebi Yehuda, 
who says the reason why it's muksa, which is like we started the duff, the reason why it's a problem to use that basket is once the chickens go up and down on it, it's disgusting, and that's why it's muksa. And you don't have to bring a kasha on the shita that's by Rabbi Meir, that it's only if it was shiyachto. Okay, next. So, what are you talking about the issues because of, because of meals? Because this, that mission is because they said, even if it was a sir, even if it was a tarkav, meaning that uh, Rebbe Chaim says, these are clean mida, these are large things, v'shelmatech in the metal, then asuyin v'kal, they're not made of straw, it's a metal clean, you can, any, anything, if it's sitting dirty, you can very readily be cleaned. The tani, it says, even those kalim, afilu say, afilu tarkav, nami asu, this is asu, i alu and therefore the issue is not because it is maus, because it's not so maus. It will quick wipe and you can use it. Rather, it must be um, it must be that the, the issue is because it was tempor- even temporarily, if you like, miyuchad for that for that purpose, and therefore it's muktzah. So therefore, it seems to be at this point we act it acts as a kasha that Rabbi Meir holds even if it was. Uh, sorry, the shit that said only for was designated for all of Shabbos, Rabbi Meir says it when the Isra's removed its mukta. And therefore, it seems to this stage be supporting the opinion. It says, Rabbi says, even if you'd only designated temporarily for that purpose, if the, once the Isra's removed from it, it would still be considered mukta. Okay? Fine. That gives us the end of the sugya. As I said, we explained to Rabbi Chaim. If you read it, you can, I gave you a hint of what the Korbanator says, explain the sugya quite differently. Um, and you can sort of go through the sugya. Pene Moshe also explains it differently as well. Again, different than Miuchad and Miachad. Um, fine, but uh, that's a matter for your further study. Let's continue. Rabbi Yerigo Shem Rav says, Halacha Kareem Meir. So Rabbi Meir says, Rabbi Rav, Halacha Kareem Meir. Shmuel says, Halacha Kareem Yehuda. So again, Rabbi Meir says, Muqmama Isur endures even once Isur is removed. Shmuel says, Halacha Kareem Yehuda, who says, really issues only Mahmat Mius. And Rabbi Yoshub and Levi says, Halacha Kareem Shimon, that generally does not hold the body principles of um, of Mukta, except for Ner Daluk. And like we said. So Baikame Rabbi Yochanan, we find a similar thing before. They asked Rabbi Yochanan, at ma at amar, what do you hold? So Amarlun, we've seen this at Shuva before. Ani ainli ela Mishnah, all I have is a Mishnah, meaning the Pasta Mishnah, which is Kola Neirot Metaltling Chutz Mehaner Hadalak Bishabas. You're allowed to metaltel any Nair on Shabbos except for one that is alight on Shabbat. Which is, by the way, Shidat, as we said previously, Shidat Rebi Meir. Uh, Rebi Yehuda, sorry. Fine. Uh, it's actually interesting. Chaim says, um, actually, that's actually Hein Rebbe Meir. Um, but uh, I thought the mission was like, meant to be like Rebbe Huda. But yeah, he said like Rebbe Meir. Okay. Um, interesting that. Okay, fine. We'll leave that for later. Um, let's continue. So Rebbe Shimon ben Lakish, Hore Atrabolis, he taught that, Menorah Tana Muta Latalfalo, that now we're not talking about, and Menorah is different. Uh, we're talking about a nair, which is a lamp, and menorah is more like a candelabra. And it's important to say that you can metal, you can move a katana. Why? Because it wants the big one, it's made of chuliot, made of lots of different parts, and it will seem uh, tomorrow's duff, that can be a problem for different reasons. Altogether, or different reasons altogether, not just muksa from the meals or things like that, but he says you can metal it. Okay. Rav Chelber Revival says that these had two different experiences. Kamei Rabbi Chelbo, they were lo ma'avrim, they wouldn't move it because he held like, uh, like, like Rimeir. However, Kamei Rabbi Yavau, they were ma'avrim, they wouldn't move it. In other words, they, again, there's ma'avrim, how we paskin. So Rabbi Yasi Salak Rabbi Rabbi Tanchum Barchia. So Rabbi Yasi came before, um, Rabbi Tanchum Barchia, and by ma'avratei Kamei, he wanted to move the ner after it had extinguished. Amarle, defaneinu, you want to do this in front of us? Meaning, again, Reb explains, you want to move in front of us because, however, we hold like Reb Meir. 
And even after it's extinguished, it's Moksa. So what do you think you're doing? Fine. So Rabbi Yosef Galila Salah Kamei Rabbi Yosef Ben Chanina Vayim Avrate. You want to move it as well. So Amarli Man Sharlacha. Who permitted you to move it? Hawa Eshkach. We found that Rav Rabbi Yochanan Ilin de Asrin Chad. On one side you've got two Shittot that say that it's Asr too, and Rabbi Shua Ben Levi Rabbi Shua Ben Lakish Ilin de Sharia and Neyom Matir is also Chad. So it's like Chad Keneged Chad, and therefore you cannot move. Who says you can hold like one or the other? So Rabbi Rav Lazar Ben Chanina Maisayab of the Tiltlo. Pumat mitachat anor. Well, it says pumat. It's actually it's actually pamot is the way you probably have to read it. Now, a pamot is the way the Kormanator explains. It, it's like a klimatachat, a metal klim, probably more like a uh, receptacle of some sort, like a metal, maybe like a shaft. Um, and in it, they put a ner. Okay. So then the um, the the ner meaning the lamp. So it's like a lamp stand. Yeah. You, you see that still? You see that still? The old ones. They have they have a. It's a sort of ashtray. With a handle, and in there there is a little hole, and you can put the near in there, and that's how you walk through the house and during the week in order to light up the house. Right, but it holds the lamp itself. Yeah. Yes, correct. So what happened is he did as follows. Um, but he sees his tiltula the pamot mitachataner. So what he did, he didn't take the nair off. He was almost like the, he was menaer. He got the stick and shook it off. And the Gemara says, I don't understand. Man and kaim what He felt like Rabbi Meir. Then even the even the pamot would be muktza. I feel pamot yasur because it'd be like again it was basis of this davar asur. In Rabbi Shimon, if you like Shibo Rabbi Shimon, then you could metal to the nair completely because once it's extinguished, you're allowed to you allowed to handle the nair completely as an obel zamuktza. So why did he do? Why did he shake it off? So Ella can an kamei must be held like Rabbi Huda because Rabbi Durud Rabbi Huda do amar nair maus pamot eno maus because he holds the issue is what's called muksa machmat mius since it's disgusting the nair is the thing is disgusting because that's the thing which the candle is burning but the the stand itself isn't it's completely clean nothing wrong with it so therefore that's why he was grabbed the pamot this um this this holder if you like and and so and it was menaer and shook off the uh, the the candle on the top. Because it was the can the not candle, the lamp was was muksa and not the stand. Okay. Tani Nershu Munach Algabe Tabla. Similarly, there was a nair on top of a tabla, on top of a tray. Mesaleketa tabla, you can shake, you can shake the tabla, va near no fell to get rid of it. So Amrib Yochanan, Krov Huzela Boli de Khatat, Fiu Khatat, Lefana Mishumabir, Lacharab Mushumakabe. Rabbi Yochanan said, What do you mean? There's a nair. The assumption here is it's Daluk. How can you possibly extract the tray from underneath the nair because the nair itself depending on the way you tilt it if you tilt it upwards meaning sorry in a way that the the wick part starts being elevated as you tilt the tray it's going to be machabe because the oil is going away from the wick and if you tilt it in a way that the nair is tilted downwards such that the oil will now run towards the wick you're going to be so how can you possibly remove this nair from the tray while it's a light on shabbat so Shmuel says, Shmuel bar Abba Kamei Rabiasa says, Kava. No, we're talking about the case. This bright is talking about the case where it already went out. Ah, oh, Meaning, you sh- your mind should be settled because you were able to settle my mind. But that's sort of the expression. It's like a bracha. So now the Gemara says, just finish this piece so we can appreciate. Mana came in, same type of question before. What are you talking about? If it's really mayor, then the tablets of Basis, if it comes out, so you're allowed to move it. Tiasura. In Shimon, pick up the nair itself. Why are you doing it a roundabout way? And we answer the same way as I said before. Elakana must be Rabbi Huda. The issue is Muqza Mach Matmius. That the issue is the Rabbi Huda Omer Nair Maus. The nair itself is Maus. Therefore, you can't handle it. However, the tablet itself, the tray is nice. 
It's not most at all, and therefore that's why you could grab the tray and shake off the nair. Okay, we'll take it from here, Metz Hashem, in tomorrow's year. Call to have a good day, everyone.